Hey, good morning and welcome to Thursday Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. And, well, there is hope today. Uh, we've got our issues resolved uh, with KXXT. A big shout out to Ramon and Richard over there. They, those guys were, they were working hard to get uh, the issues resolved. Uh, we, we've conquered it. And we are back here with the great sound that we normally have. I apologize. It, it just, you know, it sucks to go backwards, right? Because we we used to do, uh, that's how our shows used to sound. It sounded that way for years and years and years. I remember Ramon, for the longest time, would be, was bothered. Joe, we got to do something about it. We got to do something. I'm like, ah, it's fine. It's fine. And now once you, you know, it, it's, it's like uh, the flip phone. I did, loved my flip phone. I never wanted to get rid of my flip phone. It was, I, it's a phone, right? I don't need it to, to look up, I don't know, restaurant rankings or, or whatever it is that you do on the phones. And I, I'm not a social media type guy. And then one day the flip phone, it just wouldn't turn on anymore. And my wife took me down and said, listen, this is just what we're going to do. And I got one of the, the newer phones at the time. And I don't know that I could go back. I, I like. There's a lot of, don't get me wrong, I like what you, what the, I don't know what to, what to call them anymore. I like the lack of spying ability on flip phones, but the, uh, going to the new phone, just so much better. Same thing with the sound quality. Once you go, you don't want to go backwards. So I'm glad we got it worked out. Uh, allamericangold.com, the website, it's back. Uh, I know a lot of you were upset about that. I was upset about that. Uh, and again, both of those, I will say this. The the issue with Phoenix wasn't our issue. Uh, KXXT had some issues. The issues with the website, not my issues either. Uh, but But it happens, and it's so weird. Because yesterday, uh, Ramon had said, hey, the Internet's down here at KXXT. Today, the Internet is down at 1360, our station up in Colorado. Uh, so they may not even be able to get this show. Uh, and Ramon, I forgot, I was supposed to remind you, if the Internet's not back up, uh, Jason won't be able to get your carts uh, to replay the show. But send them anyway, send them anyway. Uh, we'll see what happens. So uh, there you go. You just... We're doing the best we can. It's so weird. It seems like all of these companies, what did they all do updates around the same time and they all screwed away? You know, it started with the stinking Iowa elections. Let's just blame it on that. Uh, it started there. It never got any better, but got a great show lined up for you today. A lot of data to talk about. Uh, the Dow is is positive right now. It's been positive. It's been negative. It's been positive. Uh, everything near these all time record highs, right? Defying the logic. Uh, the the PE ratios through the roof. Uh, gold on a second day now of rebounding. You know we had the, uh, a profit taking earlier in the week. Uh, gold's up another five six bucks here. Fifteen sixty three. Uh, silver. Uh, Bouncing off that bottom again. So we see silver now really forming, and gold. Well, gold and silver both forming pretty solid bases here. Silver, that 17, well, I'll call it 17 and a half. Uh, it's probably more like 1740, but we'll say 17 and a half. 
is kind of where silver seems to just be bouncing off of. Uh, right now, silver is 1778. 1778 this morning. And gold uh, just seems to always hold that 1550 level. And like I said, right now, uh, 1563, 1564. We got a lot of things to talk about again today we had another trucking company gone just going to disappear uh this one was out of florida 350 trucks 400 or 500 employees uh and and you know that was another one we haven't talked about right that industry a lot of weakness we're so we're expecting today a big revision to jobs so Every year, at the end of, of a year, uh, they, they go back. The Bureau of Labor Statistics goes back and updates what they said the jobs were from the previous year. So this is going to be an update for 2019. Uh, I don't know how they know it. <laughs> wink, wink, nod, nod. But uh, I was watching the idiot box this morning. We're supposed to lose half a million jobs from 2019. So think about, you know, just put it in perspective. That means the BLS, because uh, we're supposed to get a jobs number tomorrow. Uh, the for And this will be a January number, but this revision, we're missing jobs by almost 50,000 jobs a month. You're overstating. By the way, this will be the biggest revision. If it happens, I haven't seen the actual number isn't out. How they know this, I don't know. Uh, but the but they're expecting a revision downwards. In other words, we'll have five hundred thousand less jobs created uh, in twenty nineteen, uh, and I believe that's supposed to be out sometime today. We have a new pension problem in a state that we haven't talked about. This isn't Chicago. This isn't Illinois. This isn't New York. This isn't New Jersey. No, it's a new state. And just in case you didn't know, guess what? Yeah, if it doesn't work, we're just going to cut it. And and I'll give you that information. By the way, it's the same thing for us with Social Security, uh, anybody with a government pension, any pension. I don't care what it is. Uh, if and when uh, they, they, they don't have enough money, the cuts are going to come down. And then the banks, another massive borrowing day today tell you all about it patriot radio news hour don't touch that dial. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. patriot radio news hour joe jaquint uh year 24 for us here wow where does the time go here we are the the first week of february uh, getting ready for some jobs data tomorrow. Uh, every you know we had the a lot of things right. So so the Trump impeachment's over now. Uh, they didn't have the votes. He's not impeached. Uh, he's he's good to go there. Right. The the lone defector Mitt Romney, who's really a, a, not a Republican. Uh, we had the State of the Union. Uh, we've got this coronavirus that man. I wanna I wanna believe. The, what the Chinese are saying, but it just doesn't add up, right? It doesn't pass the sniff test. Bunch of more companies announcing that they're just shutting down in China. So uh, this thing, it, in my opinion, 
Looks like it's getting worse, not better. Uh, but if you watch Wall Street, again, but this is what happens when you have the bubbles. Because you really can't price risk. Right? They, you just can't do it because the central banks continue to flood liquidity. And, and, and the thing is, is these were supposed to be emergency-type measures. So the other day, we talked about how we had the big blow-up again in the repo markets. It happened again today. And here it is. It's not the end of the month. right? It's not the end of the quarter. Remember when this thing all started? It all started at the end of September. And they were talking about, oh, they've got to pay quarterly taxes. That, that's literally what they said. Oh, we may have a, a, a small little crunch, a little cash crunch for these banks. See, a lot of you out there, out there, you don't even know what's happening. Most of them out there, you're out there, they got the sports channel on, they got their Sirius XM, and they're listening to Get Her Done or, or whatever it may be, or they got the, the Bebop station on, listening to the, to the oldies, or maybe they got the 80s rock. They don't know. right? They, they, they probably don't even know that Wall Street's at all-time record highs. And that's exactly how Ameri- they want us to be dumbed down. They don't want us to know any of this stuff. Don't worry. It's not a problem. You know when people pay attention when they lose their job? They can't find another one. Then they're all going to start paying attention. There's no emergency. I mean, if you listen to the State of the Union, now listen. We've got to be honest about it. <laughs> the majority of the, uh, of the comments were oversimplifications and... You know, I, I, I'll say exaggerations. Right? You can say lying if you want to, but that's what presidents do. Now. And, and, and it just depends. If you're on the left, you cry about it. If it's a Republican in the other way, if it was Obama saying what Trump said, we'd be crying about it, right? I say we, uh, those of us that... Well, think that the Republicans stand for conservative government. Uh, If you actually paid attention to the speech at all, you realize there's nothing conservative at all. I didn't hear anything about any spending cut of any kind, any less government of any kind. But I focus in on financially. What the heck is going on? What kind of bubble are they really blowing here? So here it is. It's February the 6th, right? There's no quarterly anything due, right? There's there's not any taxes due, right? There's no big event. And yet again today, we had another one of these uh, special repo auctions. So every day, and I try to explain this to you as best I can, every day, the nation's banks don't have enough money. Okay, so what they've got is they've got this portfolio, okay? And it's full of all of these debt instruments, loans, okay? Some of them are mortgages, there's auto loans, there's loans to the United States government, right? I.e. treasury bonds. 
that these banks are holding. Now, up until the financial crisis, banks hardly really held any of this stuff. They just sold it. Sold it to a hedge fund. Sold it to to their own clients, unsuspecting clients, right? They get it's all slap triple A, right? Nobody really knows what's in them. And now, all of a sudden, so think about it. we know during the crisis nobody wanted it, right? And the Fed came in and opened up the window. It was an emergency. Wall Street's not opening, blah, 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 blah. Now we need to believe. So fast forward. What has it been, 12 years, give or take? Fast forward to today. It's the greatest economy of all time, right? And we see how they've skewed these numbers so badly, right? You do see that, right? Unemployment, all-time record low. And it doesn't matter. Name the category. African-American, Mexican-American, Asian-American, women, right? Young people. Everything's on all-time lows. And you're like, wait a minute. GDP's only 2%. And even then, we needed a little help. There is uh, some some things that really uh, don't reflect that. Well, obviously, the size of the government debt uh, we got a lot of benefit from uh, smaller trade deficits. We got a lot of benefit from inventory. Uh, that really isn't great GDP type stuff. But uh, inflation, same thing. They've skewed these numbers so badly in order to try to prove that, well, look at us. We're so smart and we do such a great job of managing this economy. then why is it every single day, every day, banks, they don't need a billion dollars. They don't need $10 billion or $20 billion or $30 billion. They need hundreds of billions of dollars every single week. Why? Listen, if you got too many, just sell them to somebody. Right? You got too many mortgages, sell them to somebody. Oh, wait. The people that would buy them have already said, it. yeah, we got enough. <laughs> oh, uh, thanks. Yeah, I'm full. Okay? I went to the all-you-can-eat buffet, and I'm full. So you get things like this. So today, we had another one of these longer-term $30 billion auctions on top of the regular where we're seeing banks borrowing between 50 and and uh, and 100 billion dollars a day this is a special because this one is going to be longer term in other words the central banks trying to hide from us how big the problem is every day see they don't want us to know every day that banks may actually need a hundred, I don't know, maybe it's two hundred billion a day. I don't know. Because they have all of these special ones where they let banks borrow for even longer periods of time. This one, another thirty billion, just like we had the other day. You know what the submissions were? 
$57 billion that banks wanted relief from so they could have the cash for the next month. Almost double the size. And again, remember, we do this special one at least twice a week. So it's not really, can't even call it that special. How often they do it. What made it interesting today was what it was they wanted to get rid of. Normally, when I and I've been watching this now, like I said, this has been going on for five months. Something that was supposed to be just a short-term little cash crunch problem. Most of it was supposed to be treasuries. Not supposed, but, I mean, but that's what it's been. Right here, you know, okay, we're doing you a favor. We didn't really want to buy these treasuries anyway, but, but we keep getting stuck with them. This one was unusual because it had treasuries in it. Oh, yeah, just under $36 billion. But they also had almost $22 billion worth of mortgages. And I don't know. I'm going to follow this. I'm going to see if this is a new trend. Right? Are we getting to the point now where the banks, wink, wink, nod, nod, may be starting to sour on some of the housing notes? I don't know. But, but it, it was interesting because that is not normal. When normally you see almost all of it being in treasuries. Here was the thing. The Federal Reserve has the right to say, okay, we're only giving you $30 billion today, banks. Here's how we're going to divvy it out. $24 billion went to treasuries out of the almost 36. So think about two-thirds of it was treasuries. Out of the almost $22 billion in mortgage back, they only took a little over five. So I don't know if, if that's because they looked at it and were like, yeah, I don't want that trash either. I don't know. But we got two things at work here. Number one is the bank's unrelenting need for cash. Number two, the central bank is being forced to be the buyer of last resort. There's no other place to go. And you got to remember the central bank has been buying a lot of these, not a lot, you know, $60 billion a month of treasuries that normally the bank would have been stuck with. And it's not working. Don't be surprised. I will not be surprised if the next month or two the central bank doesn't up that amount. Because either that or these repo auctions, they're not getting better. And matter of fact, if they start getting worse, then it's an even bigger problem. Could you imagine if all of a sudden the banks, let's just say, hey, we needed the $57 billion. You need to change. You got to up it. You got to take it. We don't have the money. How much debt are we going to be really saddled with? And again, remember, this absolutely affects Wall Street because Wall Street is acting like everything's great got a debt problem they're trying to hide it from us and you know what we know this sooner or later it always catches up and when it does right the size of the debt 
tells you how big the problem is going to be. This one could be, this is like Titanic size. It's just incredible. I've never seen anything like it. And the central bank has acted so dumb about it. Right? Remember, I was telling you that they needed to do this before they even announced that they needed to do it. And it wasn't me. Bank of America is the one that told them about it. Bank of America was saying this what, uh, uh, last May about the problems. But, you know, again, turn on your sports station, get your Sirius XM, get her done out there, right? Right? Listen to your only, be uneducated, go ahead. See how that's going to work for you. You know what happened to all the uneducated out there? Yeah, you all lost your home. You all lost your homes. You all spent your retirement trying to save your homes. That's what happens to the uneducated, and that's exactly how they want us to be. Uh, getting ready, we've got a new pension problem. We haven't heard about pensions for a while. Well, remember uh, the Dallas police and fire department pension blew up. We know about Illinois, right, in New Jersey. But now there's a new one, and it seemingly came out of nowhere. A bunch of people retired. You get if, well, I'll tell you about it when we return. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Mrs. Schlafly was a courageous and articulate voice for traditional values and common sense for more than 70 years. And now from the archives of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, here is Phyllis Schlafly. Powerful and politically active pressure groups from both the right and the left are now working to force significant changes in our Constitution. Some want a mandatory balanced budget. Some want to get rid of the income tax. Some want changes in the First Amendment's treatment of religion. Some want to get rid of the Electoral College. Some want term limitation. And some want to eliminate our separation of powers in order to move us toward a parliamentary form of government. Having failed to get Congress to pass the legislation they seek, some of these special interest groups have turned to the notion of calling a new constitutional convention, a method that is often referred to as a con-con. There are many problems with this approach. Most of those pushing for a con-con say they want the convention to consider only their one amendment. However, it is not believable that many politically active groups would pass up the chance to force a con-con to vote for their special interest. It's not credible that the powerful forces working to take away our right to own guns would overlook a golden opportunity to get rid of the Second Amendment. Many prestigious constitutional authorities say it is impossible for Congress or anyone else to restrict what a con-con would do. The late Chief Justice Warren Burger wrote, and I quote, There is no effective way to limit or muzzle the actions of a constitutional convention. After a convention is convened, it will be too late to stop the convention if we don't like its agenda. Close quote. The confusion, uncertainty, and court cases involved in a con-con would make us look foolish in the eyes of the world. A constitutional convention could not be the formula to restore respect for our government when a con-con would start off making the world wonder if our American system of government will even survive. 
Tell your state legislators you absolutely do not want them to pass a resolution calling for a national constitutional convention. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. Anyone pushing for a constitutional convention doesn't have a full appreciation for the brilliance and beauty of the original document ratified back in 1788. At phyllisschlafly.com, you'll find all kinds of reasons why a con-con could be a disaster for the American way of life. Check out phyllisschlafly.com and join us again next time for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. We're back, 800-951-0592. It almost defies logic. <laughs> it's the greatest economy ever. Look at Wall Street, all-time record highs. I mean, it's really incredible. Stupid, but incredible. But for the first time in years, a major public pension system is being forced to slash benefits to retirees. The Ohio Public Employee Retirement System. See, they had a problem. See, they they couldn't rely on the BS math anymore. See, because uh, unlike the banks, right, they, they couldn't go to the Federal Reserve and say, hey, can you just give us some billions, please? And so all the all the fake returns and, and assumptions are, are coming home to roost. And I told you this was going to happen. And I've been warning you now for a while, remember about the next leg. What year is it? I keep telling you, 2022, get ready. How do I know this? Because I'm so smart, I'm Karnak the Great, and I can see the future. No. Nope. I can't. <laughs> Please, I wish I could. Right? Because let me tell you, if I could see the future, I wouldn't be doing this job. Right? I'd be out on a yacht somewhere, uh, sipping my ties. Oh, not my ties. I don't like my ties. That that was a lie. You know, some vodka sodas, something. But here's what they said. The Ohio Public Employee Retirement System. We have to cut health care benefits to our current and future retirees to try to prevent the fund from plunging into insolvency in the not-too-distant future. And I don't mean to laugh. This is horrible. This is the state of Ohio, right? One of those, remember, right? Ohio is one of those swing states saying, hey, you know what? We just, we've been, think about this. Has this not been possibly the best three years of stock returns 
ever. I mean, even bonds, right? Bonds have have returned really well because all the yields keep collapsing. And it's still not enough. What do you think it would have been? How how much higher would it have had to have gone for them to be able to be able to pay what they promised? It's so far out of reality. And this is what people don't understand. Listen, Dow 35,000 won't save it. Dow 40,000, Dow 50,000, Dow 60,000, it won't save it. This is how ridiculous all of these promises are. And I bring it to your attention for one reason. Because let's face it. Well, first of all, this is Arizona. So a lot of people from Ohio live here. I don't know how many retirees in Sun City are Ohio benefit uh, pensioners, but get ready because here comes the axe. And there's nothing you're going to be able to do about it. There is no available funding for health care, according to the report. There's no available funding. All employee contributions must be allocated to pension funding until that funding improves. In other words, let's just see, hmm, what were they trying to tell us? Well, here's the problem as we see it. We've got hundreds of thousands of people that are retired. We've only got tens of thousands of people actually working. And, uh, yeah, the math doesn't add up. Oh, uh, by the way, in case you want to know CalPERS, you know, the California one, we know about them. Uh, still way underfunded in their latest report. Uh, CalPERS is dropping employer contributions to near zero for two years and sponsoring a state worker pension increase dating back to 1999, uh, two generous highway patrol formulas, local police and firefighters uh, is unsustainable. So, you know, there you go, right? All of the, and the, put your state in there. Just put it in there. You know, you, you start hearing things like no funds available. No funds available? The Dow was up 30% last year. How is there no funds available? Well, the answer, simple. Right? They, they've, they've promised way, way too much. And how did they do this? How did they make these promises? Do you think they were just sitting there by themselves, thinking to themselves back in, 1990 and 1980 and 2000, thinking, you know, oh, yeah, well, no, we, yeah, we can, we can pay you this much a month. Sure, no problem. Why would they think that? Do you know why? Because these pension plans had billions of dollars, hundreds of billions of dollars, and Wall Street wanted it. 
and they literally told them what they wanted to hear. Hey, if you give me, right, if you give me your hundreds of billions of dollars, oh, yeah, well, we'll get those returns, no problem. Well, guess what? Now it's a problem. And now, uh, and, I, and like I said, I bring this up because remember how the Supreme Court views pensions, how it views Social Security. They view them the same. See, these contributions that we're making, right? the money that, irregardless of whether they, we want them to or not, they take it out of our paycheck every single week because you know what? The government says, oh, we're better at saving your money than you are. Obviously, they're not. I mean, have you seen the deficit, right? Have you seen it? The Supreme Court says no. It's not a contribution. No, 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 no. Matter of fact, technically, the way we view it, it's not even really your money. It was a tax. Yeah, you see, you you paid a tax. They didn't call it a tax, but it was a tax. And at the end of the day, they don't really have to give you anything if they don't want to. Yeah, I know. Think about that one well, well, during the break. Maybe it's time you got some gold so you actually have something. 800 9510592 The U.S. Mint reported a 2,900% increase in gold sales in January. Now, a lot of that has to do with uh, the mint in December. And if you wanted to buy gold or silver from the mint in December, they they had ridiculous quantities because they didn't want to make any more because uh, they were getting ready for uh, the the next year. Uh, but gold, gold and silver sales for 2019, actually gold, was one of the worst years ever since the Mint started selling uh, gold again in 1986. Uh, only 152,000 ounces of gold was sold by the U.S. Mint last year. Uh, that was the lowest sales on record for gold in the United States, which, you know, is so funny, Right. Look at the year gold had, and nobody was buying it, right? Because they wanted, they got sucked in again, right? They keep sucking you into the trap, don't they? They keep sucking you in. And you think about all the data from trade wars uh, to deficits, right, to the falling GDP and all that stuff. Uh, So I'm not surprised. A massive rebound so far this year. Silver Eagles. Of uh, just under 15 million ounces. That is the lowest total since 2007 uh, when it was just under 10 million ounces. Uh, we actually haven't been under 10 million. You know what's funny is that was a huge year in 07. 9 million, almost 10 million ounces. That was the largest year on record at the time. Uh, now it was the low Silver Eagle sales. Also rebounded. In January, I want to say just under 4 million. Yeah, 
$1.46 million on silver. So uh, the U.S. starting to catch up with the rest of the world. All the rest of the world. Perth Mint, record sales, right? Uh, Austria, record sales. Canada, right? All of these other mints around the world were, if they weren't records, they were right near all-time record high sales. And then the U.S. was was just the exact opposite, right? And again, because they want you to believe, oh, no, it's different here, right? We're, we're great. No, let's be honest. Let, and let's call it what it is. We're running massive deficits. Mass, massive deficits. Right, we're gonna shatter every record the world has ever seen when it comes to that. That's just the truth, and it's not because there was a huge financial crisis and we were fighting two wars. Right? Remember, that was the last time. Right, we were right up there, or right kind of where we were during the Obama years. Right. We're seeing a central bank, and really not just a, all of them, flooding markets with liquidity every single day. Look at what our central bank's doing. And this is supposed to be a good time. Listen, I think a lot of us are feeling it, right? We don't know, man. It's just, it's like teetering, right? <laughs> right? We're teetering. Uh, uh, on the edge here. Can we can we hold it together, right? Get us through the election. I don't know. You know, Boeing is shut down. Yet manufacturing rebounded. Come on, right? We know that's that's ridiculous. Uh, today, who was it? Uh, there was that trucking. Uh, uh, they were cold storage, so they 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 shipped. Yeah. Uh, cold stuff, right? So whether it's produce, frozen food, uh, whatever was out of Florida, uh, they filed for, for Chapter 11, and uh, Katie by the door, see you later, out of business. I don't even know how many trucking companies now have gone out of business. What, who's gone more, more out of it? Retailers, truckers, right? And remember, you know, the transportation index, that always was, what, the leading indicator? And, and yet, all as they do, right, because they don't want you to know, what, let's just pump more money. Let's pump more money. Let's pump, 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 and let's hope nobody notices. Eventually, right, here's the problem with that. Eventually, you got to pay it back. Just ask the pensioners from Ohio. Can you imagine? You're already on a fixed income, right? You're retired. Who knows? You could be 65. It'd be 75. Heck, you may be 85. And Ohio just is like, hey, I'm sorry. We don't have any more money. We're going to give you less. And you just need to deal with it. Now, now start imagining, you know, and I know the president doesn't want to tell you about Social Security. just doesn't want to do it. I think we've got five, maybe six years left for Social Security. That's what I think. And a major slowdown slash recession 
may make that happen a little sooner. I don't know. But what are you, what do you think we're going to do? I mean, five years from now, we're going to run deficits that are, you know, somewhere approaching $3 trillion a year. The national debt's going to be, I don't know what, we're at 23, almost 23.3 trillion right now. So 30 something trillion. And we're going to have a social security problem on top of it. Yeah, maybe I want to call Patriot Trading Group right now. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. Final segment, Patriot Radio News Hour. Dr. Lee Win Ying died today. By the way, he was the doctor that tried to alert the world in December of the coronavirus and was forced to sign a reprimand letter and was issued this warning. We solemnly warn you. This was from the China state government. You think they're lying about this thing? We solemnly warn you, if you keep being stubborn with such impertinence and continue this illegal activity, you will be brought to justice. Is this understood? Well, apparently he was brought to justice. He passed away today of the coronavirus. Uh, so I just wanted to bring that to your attention. This is the means. This is Now we're going to rely on this same group of people to tell us whether this problem is a problem or not. Uh, gold's up. Again today, fifteen sixty four, six to eight bucks here. Silver's up twenty three cents, seventeen eighty one. Uh, the Dow is up thirty right now. They've been waffling back and forth between higher and lower. Uh, yesterday, all week, we've been running U.S. twenty dollar gold pieces, sixteen hundred and twenty five dollars. I'm leaving it there. Gold's up about thirteen fourteen dollars now from when I started running them. I'm going to leave it there today just because we've had all the issues, the sound qualities, the shows not being run, all of those things. So I'm going to leave it there all day today. U.S. $20 Liberties, $16.25, put them away. Wouldn't it be nice if you were an Ohio pensioner right now? And I don't know. Maybe you had 20 30 40 50 $20 gold pieces today. All of a sudden, that cut in your benefits, hey, I, I'm okay. I'm okay. Versus the your neighbor who doesn't have any. Well, that's, what do you mean they cut it? That was promised. It was mine. No, it's not yours. It's not yours. Your 401k, you think it's yours. It's not. You got to remember, you owe taxes on that. The government, the government's got to make sure they get theirs. You know what? I'll tell you this. Tomorrow, uh, and uh, unless something major happens, I'm going to do another show. I'm going to do an an IRA, a 401k show tomorrow, uh, beginning gold investor show tomorrow. We haven't done one of those in a long time. 
uh, and I think it's time to dust it off. So if you, uh, you're, you're interested in that or want to know more about uh, what can I do with my 401k, what can I do with my IRA, uh, how do I get started investing in gold, tomorrow's going to be uh, the show for you. In the meantime, just call up. Here's our big hard pitch. You just tell Arlene I want the special. That's it. There's no bait and switch here. I mean, you think about it, gold 1565. Right? You were selling uh, $20 liberties at $16.25. I mean, it doesn't get any better than that. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe Jaquin, thank you all for tuning in today. I'm just so glad uh, the website's back working. We got KXXT up. 1360, we're going to have that problem licked here soon as well. Everybody take care. God bless. One more show before the end of the week.